Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of the Game Out Talk podcast. Serda Ökmes is my guest today. Hey Serda, happy to meet you. Hey, thanks for having me. So um, you're the co-founder of Liorte Studio. So um, tell me something about yourself. Well, uh, from where can I start? Uh, How old are you? I am currently I'm 24 years old. Okay. Yeah, I've been into this stuff since I was in high school. I mean, it, I, I start to build my education about mm -hmm. the thing because when I was in high school, I was trying to get into university and stuff. And it was uh, quite challenging to learn this game art stuff because uh, there was not that much uh, stuff to learn. I mean, there was only books and YouTube was not that common. Like okay. Then maybe and and my English was not that good then. <laughs> so not that many resources to to kind of get a start at a starting point for the game art exactly um, education. I so remember. are there are there no no really high schools for game art education in Turkey? Well, uh, I mean, I don't think so because the education in here usually based on like mathematics, like the mm -hmm. language classes. Like every every parent wants their kids to be like an engineer or doctor. Yeah, yeah, because there is lots of money involved there, right? Exactly. Also, the way of living maybe may may become easier for them. Mm hmm. Yeah. But I mean, when you when you start to get in life, you learn that yeah. there are not other opportunities. Yeah, definitely, always. Um, I think there is no perfect way to go through life. Um, uh, exactly. Everyone has to do what they wanna. They wanna do. Sometimes exactly. more, sometimes less. Yeah. Exactly, and well, I mean, for me, I studied like mathematics, physics, etc., and I and I enrolled to university to become an engineer. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I still, I'm still trying to finish my bachelor. There are like two class left <laughs> that I still have to attend. Uh, but eventually, I will become an engineer. But I want, I want to do this game art stuff, game developing. Uh huh. Exactly. What, uh, what did you? What did your parents um, think about that? Well, uh, my my father passed away like when I was a real kiddo, like okay. when I was two, mm -hmm. and currently I'm living with my mom, mm -hmm. and also she was she really wanted me to become an engineer. Yeah, but I mean, in the end, I mean I can understand math and physics and stuff like coding, etc. But I. I really want to become a game artist, you know. I think that can make me a bit more happier. Yeah. So you kind of um yeah, fulfilled your your dream, yeah. Interest, your <laughs> exactly. interest and your dream, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Also I have like a free time, a lot of free time and I don't have to answer anyone. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um you're completely self-taught, so let's speak about that exactly. for a minute. Um, how did you learn your stuff? You said there were not that many resources in Turkey, so you kind of went to YouTube or books. Uh, how did this all start out? Yeah, I remember that I had a book for like modeling. 
I remember that, that I started with that book. Then it was teaching how to use uh, 3ds Max, and they were trying to uh, how can I say like a, create a creature, like a like an orc maybe. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. started to use that, but it was like I I couldn't finish it because I was not into that book. You know what I mean? It was. It was not. Uh, it was not that inter- entertaining, you know what I mean. But yeah. I always had it in my mind, like I want to do this stuff. I I want to design these games that I'm playing. And then, when I was trying to finish, uh, when I was maybe eighteen years old, I I started to learn Maya. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then uh, I I I practiced about my English and I tried to understand these YouTube tutorials. Mhm. And and then when I was uh 19 there was this company uh, they were developing a VR game in Turkey and I was like, "Oh my god, it it, it can be my dream job," you know? Yeah, 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 and uh, I started to go there. I was like an intern, and yeah, and the whole deal started with it. Okay, so you kind of, kind of found your way into the games industry via this, um, this VR company, and then you kind of slid into the game development side. Exactly. Like then I, I asked about this stuff. Like, how can I do this stuff? How can achieve a, a little a bit more realistic stuff you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I, I started to enter facebook groups i i don't know i followed a lot of uh youtube pages mm-hmm. and i get in contact with a lot of people and in game art industry most of the people are friendly yeah definitely yeah they, always, they always want to help each other and it's quite nice i think okay yeah so how did this all come together with um the artists uh, you're kind of the co-founder of of the company right so exactly. did you and ozan uh, just speak or have you been friends before or how did this all start out actually we we met in this company that i told you before mm-hmm. yeah we met there and uh i mean we we had a friendship before like uh before uh founding leartes like in this company we were hanging out um, we were chatting we were like helping each other and then this like this company couldn't succeed the the thing that they have to do like they couldn't build the game they just okay demo and uh, I just keep on doing freelance stuff but in the end I I had this passion for starting thing, a company because like I wanted to do something uh, that I can own yeah, yeah. I, I didn't want to uh, how can I say this I was part I was taking part in some stuff, but I was not totally in it. So 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to be like a be a piece of something bigger. You wanted to have the full control over what is happening, exactly. right? Exactly. Because I mean, if you are a freelancer, it's hard to say what you are thinking sometimes. Yeah, because you have to do what you have to do, right? Exactly. You just accept it. Yeah, you get the job and then you do your work and then you give give away your work and then you get the money for it and exactly exactly like founding a company or being um like starting up a company um is much more yeah much more in control exactly and you also you can also start to uh, build your dream at some point yeah because i really want to make a uh how can i say a totally big video game in the end because in here video games uh i mean we do play video games but we don't make video games that much no no in turkey it's not that very common in these last years it started but uh, most of the people are into like mobile games you know yeah it's a huge market now yeah exactly this hyper casual stuff and if you ask me I, i I'm not fond of this hyper casual stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I kind of like this realistic material stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So your end like I want to speak with you about your future goals for the artist. So you said you want to make a game like a full working game and develop that and publish it because for for now uh, the artist studio is just an art outsourcing like it's kind of a service for other game companies exactly. for like art production so let's speak about that a bit well we we always have plans about like game stuff but mm-hmm. uh, sometimes it can be challenging to quit what you are doing Because like okay. right now we are doing outsourcing stuff and helping some other companies about games, like concept stuff, about uh, game developers on Unreal Engine Marketplace. Uh, we do want to do our video game, but I think we don't have to rush. I mean, we just uh, keep developing what we are Yeah, I think you just can't build a game from scratch, right? Exactly. Because you can't just found a company and then you say, oh, let's build a game. This is like, this is not possible, especially if it has to be, a, like you said, a, a realistic looking AAA game. Um, that's, the, that's the whole point that I want to do. Okay, okay. But I mean, at some day, why not? Yeah, why not? Why not? So what was your role in building the company? Like, uh, did you split your responsibilities when starting the company? Did like Ogo was more on the financial side and you have been more on the art side? What was the, like, how did you balance it out? But at first, uh, me and O's were like, we were almost doing the same stuff. Like uh, the game arts, like the modeling, texturing, blah, blah, etc. Uh, mm-hmm. Level design. We were doing the same stuff, but at some point, uh, Osan started to get into this uh, managing stuff because okay. you, ha- you have to also control your company. 
you have to uh how can i say Someone yeah has you to have been in charge yeah exactly and i was getting into this uh blueprint stuff about unreal engine development like uh the how can i say i'm i'm a bit of like generalist i think i can use that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm kind of into everything because like uh i'm i'm also trying to control the the office and this um some other projects that is going on but my stuff is a bit more about this technical stuff you can say that okay so you um you're more on the technical side and Wuzan is more right now on the management side like exactly. assigning assigning jobs who is doing what um exactly. do we have exactly. do we have capacity for that job etc exactly and i think it's 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 also tiring you know when i when i see his he's always tired and he's always trying to manage stuff yeah he's uh, i think he's working pretty hard exactly like... exactly day and night because he also has to control this uh how can i say uh freelancers because they're not in a one place yeah 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 it's a completely remote working company yeah. right you have like 10 people in the co- in the office but like 90% are working exactly. all around the world some people are in europe some in asia some in america and the the how can i say this time time zones are not the same and it's quite hard for him yeah yeah he's like he's like available all the time when you like he's like 10 p.m my time is like 12 p.m your time and he's always online and responding it's pretty crazy exactly he's, he's trying so hard i mean we we are all trying so hard because i mean we want to achieve something nice yeah yeah so is there something that went wrong when starting out with the with the company was there something you underestimated like you said oh i never thought about that or oh how how could this happen we never spoke about that now what we got to do uh yeah the the first thing that i can say uh is trying to find a place like an office exactly okay because i mean we want to do something also close for everyone but something also uh in the middle of the city mm-hmm. but it it was quite hard for the beginning because if you want to if you want a place in the city center it's it's quite expensive as well yeah like in every big city right exactly and istanbul is quite big city and it's it's hard to find a place in the city center but i mean somehow we we solved that problems we this we are right now we are in the second office Mm-hmm. Uh, you moved like two two or three months ago right yeah, exactly exactly and right now we can say that we are in a better condition but i mean these problems can be solved they are not that important stuff okay also uh i think i also underestimated the the managing stuff i can yeah. say that yeah i mean uh it's it's hard to give feedbacks 
for for creating a better content mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah exactly and i also under, underestimated that part but i mean by time you learn stuff i mean you don't born born with this stuff you have to learn somehow so yeah i think you learn through through mistakes right exactly, um, exactly. if you don't make any mistakes you can't learn anything. you never learn right yeah so is there something that went pretty good like i think your your um your asset packs and your environments are, are selling pretty good on the on the unreal store so yeah. this is something you're proud of right yeah we, we are proud of because like i don't think that there are a lot of uh at least turkish companies in the game market and we are really proud of this it's like uh, it's like a gate for us for like a globalization yeah so yeah it was a really nice beginning and i'm really proud of that so are there any other future plans you have for the company like apart from uh, building a game someday um uh, did you have anything other other stuff planned out like you want to focus on another direction more like on, on programming or building blueprints Actually, for example we we want to uh, focus on blueprints because it's really helpful for uh, game developers also for indie game developers because mm -hmm. uh, blueprints can be uh how can i say this uh, uh very useful for creating uh random uh random stuff most of the people create like these random buildings you know what i mean mm -hmm. hard to explain for me but maybe you saw this kind of stuff in the art station people Uh, develop these blueprints and they create these uh, random framed uh, buildings for example or they can just enter some uh, numbers and they can have the uh, the size of the building so easily and oh yeah yeah like easy easily adjustable stuff exactly. Exactly, that's what I wanted to explain. yeah you just put in put in the 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 number for the height for the for the And then it creates the building. Um, exactly. Also for uh, maybe you heard this. Uh, what was it? Cube map stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah we use that in Unreal and uh, uh, sorry, our Cyberpunk pack, and it was really nice actually, and it was really optimized. We also want to develop this kind of stuff. Okay, so more on the yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no problem. Uh, we want to have the AAA content in marketplace. We want to give this stuff for the indie developers because uh, maybe it's not that easy to <clears throat> reach that quality for them. Some of the people just take the content and they try to build their own level and they want to create their games maybe it can be a great start for them oh yeah definitely definitely yeah so you spoke about blueprints um let's speak about blueprints for a bit yeah. so could you maybe like 
um, let's say I'm a stupid young um, learner and I want to know what blueprints are. Can you can you um, just give me an overview? What is a blueprint? Uh, uh, blueprints. Uh, it's it's kind of hard to explain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, blueprints are like a, a, a coding language for our uh -huh. language. I think it's based on C++. The, yeah, it is. Uh, the language, but it's also really useful for people who doesn't understand coding because you can just drag and drop some stuff and you can create variables uh i don't know uh other you can even create collisions with it but yeah. you can also do animations you can also build your buildings as i said before These are, we can say that these are the formulas for Unreal Engine. I think I can explain like that. So like a blueprint is more of a, not just a, just a main script as you, as you know it from programming. It's more of a visualized, visualized, um, yeah, programming language where you yeah. can connect, where you can connect fun functions with each other, where you can. Um, like connect different blueprints with each other and then you can build up your whole system without typing one single line of code, right? Exactly. You just have to connect some stuff to each other, then bam, you have it. Okay, so how does this blueprint then um, work in your game environments? What is... What is um, <clears throat> what, what are they doing in the game environments then? In our packs? Or yeah. in general? In, in, in your packs, let's take the um, the Vikings environment pack. I, th I assume you have some um, blueprints in there, right? Exactly. But uh, it's been a while for the Viking environment. And right now we are dealing with another packet. And mm -hmm. I hope it will be in the market pretty soon. It's like... Uh, uh, New York City themed pack and I think it's going really nice it will be on the market and in this pack we are using like uh, blueprints for buildings for roads uh, for like small assets that we can uh, uh, change like the colors the how can I say the texture And I think it will be really useful for the developers. Okay, so I saw that you also worked on blueprints for some vehicles and for some, yeah, like the helicopter. Yeah, we, um, we did something with the Decagon. Yeah, so like Decagon gave you the mesh and you kind of used your, your blueprint magic, right? Exactly. Okay, so let's say I'm a 3D artist and you and I give the mesh to you. What do you have to take care of? Like, how 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 do you need the mesh for for doing your blueprint stuff? I mean, if I'm doing a, for example, a helicopter, mm -hmm. uh, I I just separate the mesh that's supposed to move 
like the how can I say this? Uh, the the head of the helicopter propeller. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a moving part, so I have to separate these parts from the the main mesh. Also the doors, and I don't remember if any other moving parts. Well, I don't I don't think so. So I separate this stuff and I start to build a rig. Then I, uh, sorry, I start to build a skeleton. Then I rig the skeleton with the helicopter. Then I export this stuff to the Unreal Engine. And then I start to use this uh, animation blueprints that in the Unreal Engine. And I start to connect my mesh with blueprint. Like it has some kind of communication with the mesh. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty much like that. And you have to do some calculations about uh, movements of the helicopter. Like when I press this, you have to uh, show your inputs to your uh, pawn in the in the Unreal Engine. Okay. So um, you mostly do the stuff then on your own. You kind of prepare it on your own, how you need the mesh then. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's, it's done all by me. So you make sure that everything is separated, that everything is... Yeah, everything um, moves like it's supposed to be. Like, yeah. Uh, has the right pivots. Exactly. Exactly. Because, I mean, if you even change it a little bit, for example, even even though if it's like 0.001, if it starts to rotate so much, then you will realize that it's not in the same point where it's used to be. Okay. So you have to be a bit precise about that. Okay. So how would, would you say that like your, your uh, mathematics and physics is kind of beneficial for your <laughs> blueprinting, blueprinting stuff? Yeah. I mean, not that much, but I think this, uh, I've studied a lot of uh, coding in the university. So maybe it's, it's helping me a bit because you have to use like other kind of uh, variables like uh, like integer floats characters strings etc etc if you don't if you don't know this stuff it might be a bit uh, uh, unfriendly to you actually <laughs> yeah I can say that okay. So when are you finishing with your with your bachelor? Is it like is it, it happens on a side project, right? Yeah, actually, I when I was starting this university, I really wanted to become an engineer. But uh, I mean, then I realized that I'm I'm not really happy about it. In the end, it's sad that <laughs> I'm finishing actually, because it's it's a bit like uh, wasting my time. <laughs> but I'm also in the end of this university, so I just don't want to quit in the end, you know? Yeah, yeah. Maybe. So you kind of want to finish it for having a, a, a degree, like an official paper. Exactly, exactly. In the end, I can say that, like, yeah, I, underst- I understand this stuff, but I don't want to be an engineer. Maybe it's okay. 
helped me in a way of thinking maybe yeah and how to uh yeah think about stuff exactly and how to learn you always have to be a good learner in the games industry right exactly, exactly. it's it's like an industry that will never stop, stop. yeah yeah <laughs> also with university i did like my erasmus and it was a really nice experience for me it's mm-hmm. it has broadened my mind actually i realized that there are a lot of uh stuff going out of like in each place there is something else and you have to explore you have to learn maybe it also helped me yeah yeah so um what is your what how does your day to day job look like uh you coming into the office so what are your main main um yeah yeah uh, when i'm into office i i kind of trying to uh control the projects like if uh, for example if one of our employees are if he's doing the right stuff or if she is doing the uh, stuff that he or she shouldn't do i i try to understand uh the how much time left for a project or what kind of stuff they need i i always try to solve problems and also i try to build this like uh blueprints also shaders uh, okay ashes i i'm I'm kind of in a mess right now, but it's, I mean, it's, I mean, some, somebody has to deal with this stuff. <laughs> so you're also building shaders. Um, yeah, exactly. I always find it hard, like building shaders. Maybe you can give me some tips and tricks on, on uh, how to build yeah, shaders. To give you a free lesson. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, do you create like for for your environment do you create like a master shader or a master file or how do you handle your big environments with a lot of textures and lots of materials and different materials yeah, creating master materials is really the key of optimization i can say mm-hmm. because you don't have to compile a master yeah. material each time if you don't make a make a master material like uh, how I don't know if I said something wrong. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure you, you, you're right. Okay. Uh, because like, if you create tons of master materials, your system will try to compile uh, every shader in each computer. So it will take a lot of time. Also, when you are playing your game, it will take a lot of computation and stuff. So it's really yeah. bad for optimization. I usually try to create like master materials for objects, characters, uh, for example, each more or less all the object has the same master materials. So everything can be optimized. Also all the hairs in the characters has the same uh, master materials. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everything has the same master material. Maybe each year we add some extras, or each month we add we add some extra stuff. But it 
it's more or less the same. We are just trying to develop our uh, optimization. Okay, so you you're also like on the optimization side. You're also exactly. as I said before, I'm trying to deal with technical stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. So it comes in pretty handy that you are like doing some technical stuff right now in in university. Yeah, I it kind Less of helps. Yeah, I yeah. think say that because also this uh, a lot of engineers using the Unreal Engine as well, like machine learning. They're also using Unreal Engine for machine machine learning stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and I I also watch this stuff in LinkedIn, you know, because I have a lot of people, a lot of engineers in my LinkedIn as well. They they also share Unreal Engine stuff. And yeah, yeah. I think Unreal Engine is not just a game engine anymore. It's getting super big with um, machine learning, um, with movies. Uh, exactly yeah virtual reality um yeah it's 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 huge right now yeah and also in the the thing that i study is control engineering control and automation engineering and in the control side we we use tons of like it's called pid calculations maybe you heard maybe you didn't heard no i didn't it's like a proportional integral derivative calculation it's called and this thing can be easily done with unreal engine also there are some stuff in the unreal engine marketplace okay yeah so can you like explain me explain it to me oh well uh how can i explain this stuff it's like uh for example you let's say that you have a uh elevator okay and you want to move this elevator in a, a certain speed like it has to move in a good speed that when it stops it won't stop really harsh it has to go really easy stuff stop you know what i mm. mean because mm -hmm. the can be get busy or can be get shocked while using the elevator, for example. And PID calculations are uh, helps us in this case because it helps us to calculate the uh, speed and control the speed of the elevator in a really easy way. In uh, I, I I wanted to show you this with. Uh, graphs but, yeah but i didn't expect that we would talk about this stuff <laughs> <laughs> i don't have anything so it's more of let's say it in general it's more of a more um yeah more advanced blueprint right exactly we can we can say that yeah okay but more or less it's mathematics so if you are doing if you can do mathematics stuff in unreal engine you can do whatever you want Okay, this is a like a, a great quote to close it off, Sarah. <laughs> exactly. So thank you so much for being my guest today. Uh, it was a pleasure speaking with you about the more of a technical side. Um, and I wish you all the best with uh, the artists and I thank you. hope you have a nice day. Thank you. You too. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.